And Ray is talking to his mom. And Ray is talking to his mom. Is the first track on my hot new album that drops October 31st. Be there or be square. This is Terrence coming at you live. My EP is Boo Logic. Your EP is Boo Logic? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Halloween. <laughs> okay. Is that, is that the name of it? Okay. Yeah, it's called, it's called Boo Logic. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I just, I just needed to make sure. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and don't judge me for not knowing what my album is Hi. Called. Welcome back, Ray. I mean, wait, that's me. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, no. Boys, I meant to say this last time. There's going to be a weird energy this episode. Because I'm sick. So hi. Welcome to Overwitch, a gaming podcast where your three best friends catch you up on Overwatch. And then and then they say Overwatch correctly. And then they talk about some other video game. My name and your best friend is me, Joe Langlois. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and this is Terrence Johnson. I'm I'm Ray Giroso. I'm also one of your best friends, I think. Uh-huh. You are. That's what it says on the tin. And yes! the first thing we do here at this show is tell you what Overwatch is doing. And right now, not a whole lot. But Big Papa Jeff Kaplan did come at us with a hot dev update. That's developer update for you casuals out there. Like me. And he didn't say a lot, but he did tell us how Torbjorn is changing. Folks, not going to talk about Torbjorn a lot. Does anyone have the cliff notes? Because I forgot. Um. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead, T. Uh, Guess what? He doesn't have armor and no scrap. No scrap, no armor. No armor, no scrap. Uh, Okay. So he's not Torbjorn anymore, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, he's actually Torbjorn's little brother, Borbjorn. Now let's go to our man in the streets. Ray, we've heard the rumors that Torbjorn is turning into Borbjorn. Can you confirm this suspicion? Uh, hi, best friend Joe. This is Ray in the streets. I can't confirm that Borbjorn is coming with a new alt. Oh, uh, what's the you. alt called? It's still Molten... No, wait. Is it yeah, Borby's... no, it's still Molten Core. Boss. Whoa. It's called Borbjorn's Borbjorn. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. So and, and this has all been confirmed on the Overwatch. By, it was confirmed by Overwatch themselves. I gave them Mr. a call. The... I called Overwatch. They also gave me another update. Um, they told me that it's October, so it's spooky month time. Again? Uh, yeah. yeah, already. Wow. So the and Halloween you know what, event. <laughs> you know what that means? The best skins of the year are available. Honestly, I, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, Summer Games definitely stepped up their game this year, mm-hmm. but Halloween always always brings the goodies. Always bring the yeah. goodies. Yeah. I They released, um uh, I think on Twitter today, a new, uh, one of the new legendaries for Doomfist is, is the Swamp Thing. Oh. oh. Yes. I so, love that. Because so, I love Doomfist getting new squ- skins. I almost said I, Swins. I also love Doomfist getting wet. No. It's just what is that a like a swamp 
thing? Was that yeah, a swamp a, thing? Yeah, it's a swamp joke. Hmm. It was bad. Let's. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, somebody else pick up this torch, please. Oh, I'm stop getting wet. <laughs> well, as you guys can see, uh, not too much is going on in the Overwatch universe. But we did play a little Overwatch in the past two weeks. And plenty of things to talk about there, right? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. You. I'm hypothetically been, nudging both of you guys with my elbows. It's been I fun. Can feel it. We've been playing Overwatch right. together again. Yeah, Feels okay. good. Feels good. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. That's okay. It's been a while. It's been roughly six months or so. One for, week. Uh, to, to play as regularly as we have to play together. It's been fun. <laughs> what yeah, what yeah. are you laughing at? Was that a bad sentence? <laughs> I really no, I, honestly can't tell. We love you. Um, <laughs> I I don't remember who I played 3v3 limbs with recently. It was us! But I Are you joking? Multiple, I played it multiple times with Ray. other people. I cheated on you. Oh my god, uh, Ray. What? No. Are you kidding I, me? I'm pretty sure I played a few with Alex. I've, Alex was with us one a couple uh, one time. One? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I... I've Look, played this game mode with other people, like, in the past, and had fun, but I really don't think I've had as much fun with it as I've ever, that that I've had with you guys. Like, something uh, about our dynamic is lends itself to this. Like, we had, like, multiple reverse sweeps, yeah. um, and, and I just really loved the, like, how half the time we were just like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna play Doomfist, I don't know. And then the other half of the time, we were like, no, let's try to win this. All right, what do we need? We got to anticipate the pharmacy. Like, let's, but, let's okay. really... <laughs> but the third half of it was when we forgot to pick characters. And, then and what, we anyway? were all three DPS and we still won. And it <laughs> just worked. Wait, so how do I get a third half? Like, I'm trying to imagine cutting a cake. <laughs> well, <laughs> over which it's all in threes. Even halves are threes. Okay, oh, okay. Uh, silly it's the me. the rule of thirds. Silly, silly. me. Not the yeah, halves. No, I definitely feel like an episode of Full House after that speech, Joe. I really appreciate it. Um, the 3v3 <laughs> elimination, I like... What? You know, Full House, they have, like, really sentimental times in it, right? I Is don't remember a... being sentimental. Guys, I have a hole in my memory. Oh, yeah, wow. you were very sweet about yeah. playing it with us. Oh, sweet cool. Sweet as pie. I love you. But, um, Everywhere the uh, 3v3 elimination... I uh, I like that you guys are trusting me, not just with DPS. It feels nice being yeah decided mm-hmm. to like slip into another role seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Thanks for trusting me on Sombra and McCree sometimes. What? Right. Thank you for telling me to play Soldier sometimes. It feels good. It feels uh, good. And thank everybody for not playing Hammond. <laughs> now. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen a Hammond in our uh, 3v3 LM. Isn't that weird? I don't think... I, we, I played Hammond once, and I was in, in, instantly destroyed. And that was <laughs> Maybe that's idea. why. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Can't um, maximize that shield. There were a lot of times playing Overwatch these past couple weeks where I just played supports. And it, I say this, like, every few months on Overwatch. You can check the episodes. I love playing support, and I'm really good at it. I'm not the best, but I'm really good in our team to keep us alive and make sure that we, we got that that energy flow that we need. I second that. I've uh, I played, like, Mercy's not as relevant anymore in, in my pool just because of how we're playing. So, like, I got to play a lot more Zen and Moira and Brig and Lucio. 
and Hana. That's all the supports. I just named all the supports. So yeah, it's super fun for me. I'm so happy you enjoy Overwatch because when it really comes down to it, that's what we're here for. Enjoying yes. Overwatch. Absolutely. And each other. <laughs> now, I our little birdie told me that these three boys here tried to do some wacky stuff in that video game that really wasn't all that wacky. What am I talking about? <laughs> they tried to get an achievement? An achievable? Terrence, can you tell me about this thing they did? An achievable. <laughs> uh, so, last week we got a challenge that was suggested by... A challenge! That's right. Yes. A GBZ. JBZ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, and basically we, what she suggested... That's the pronoun she goes by. Uh, it was the achieve to uh, get the achievement huge success, which is a symmetric achievement requiring you to send at least twenty teammates through a teleporter in one comp or quick play match. So arcade doesn't count, which is crap yeah. because I bet you I did a bunch. Of, no, I didn't. Never mind. I'm lying. Um, <laughs> no, and it used to be go? like wicked impossible, right? Because her teleporter was on her ult. So you'd yeah. have to get your you'd have to get your ult at least four times in a game, and you know like ideally get your whole team through it three times, and then also another two times after that. Which you know what now that now that you put it like that, it doesn't sound that impossible because I feel like people who are really good at Symmetra could get her ult really quickly. Yeah, but and they, on top of that, she on. had like a billion turrets and yeah. the tractor beam. Remember, she was pretty uh, she was pretty toxic. <laughs> For a while. Well, that's uh, just uh, it. She was toxic and, like, nobody wanted... Like, it, it's more doable in a comp game just because it lasts longer. But nobody mm -hmm, wanted to yeah, play with sure. a Symmetra on their team. And, you know, even if you get the teleporter down, you know, it requires your team dying and going through it and it not being found by the enemy team and getting destroyed. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, it wasn't undoable. But now, it's really easy. So if you don't have this achievement yet, just go cheese it. <laughs> Joe, how'd it go for you? Super easy. And it was fun. And I really liked playing new Symmetra. And, like, you know, getting a chance to actually spend, some like, a whole game with her instead of just pulling her in Mystery Arrows. I had never used her ult before I tried this challenge. Doesn't it feel Isn't powerful? It, cool? it does. And eating shields feels really good. And throwing the turrets feels really good. And the increased damage on the right click and like all of it like it's it's she's so much a glass cannon because it can be easy to forget how easy it is to die but yeah uh she's like she does a lot of damage very quickly and if you're not careful she's gonna wreck your whole team yeah and yeah. like mm -hmm. with the teleporter achievement like we were specifically using the teleporters and like looking for good teleporter placement and I had I actually had a lot of fun when you guys were going for it and like I was playing other characters and I'm like oh I should actually use this teleporter like even if it doesn't seem like a great placement being able to cover extra distance instantly is a really interesting tactic and I oh my god want to use it more because it's fun oh absolutely yeah no so I already had the achievement whoopsie daisy uh, but I definitely did it again um, we were playing Hanamura on defense and what i did is just i put a turret down or a turret a teleporter down and in like at a choke point and then like a, a height advantage and everybody just went back and forth and the other team just couldn't keep up with how much pressure we were putting on them mm -hmm. 
And, like, it was such a small detail that I didn't notice, like, I was actually, yeah. like, adding to that until after the game where I'm like, oh, that that's why they couldn't break through our, our choke point. Yeah, I was playing as Reinhardt, but, but rather than just sitting at the choke, I would also pop up to that window and jump yeah. down on them and being like, hey, I'm here now, and then I could use my shield to back out after I'd push them back. Yeah, it was it sick. Was... And, like, that's not stuff we could do before, and now it's... It, it's different and people don't expect it clearly mm -hmm. because like they couldn't break anything yeah wait How were you it... saying that you defended Hanamura with that or was that you yeah. Terrence that, yeah that was me maybe I just felt good playing another character <laughs> with that no no I totally understand but I remember that was uh, yeah I, I was uh, placing it like right in front of us in the upper window at the doorway uh, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then I got and I also got play the game yeah, that was, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. First time doing it. That was that was pretty awesome. It was so, super easy, but using the teleporters definitely gave me an idea of what my team is trying to get across when they use their teleporters. I hope they're keeping this in mind. Yeah. For those who are playing Symmetra, like it's okay to have your teleporter to get you a way out, but also put it in a place that could support your Ana or or people yeah. who might not have mobility and need to get yeah. up there. Because remember how May uses. I'm thinking Anubis when May uses her uh, thing to raise Orisa up. Symmetra can totally do that now. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like that a lot. And I I'm also so feel sorry. like. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're you're okay. Um, and I think this is really funny. But I was uh, thinking about it earlier. Do you think that if Symmetra was considered a DPS character before the change, that she would she would be different? Like, do you think people would play her? Or, or at least see her in a different light. Like, I feel like because she was seen as a support character and was killing yeah. people all over the place, everybody was like, oh, she's so blah, blah, blah. But I feel like if they just yeah. took her and put her I think, as a DPS. I think a big part of her problem or, like, what people disliked about her was how strong her left click was and mm -hmm. how little, like, quote-unquote skill was needed for it because it's it was it auto-locked. And they've taken yeah. that away, but she still has a lot of stigma. Like, she's a completely different character, but sh there's still a lot of stigma attached to her because people suck, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> well, anybody, I, I mean, I I do think it's kind of weird that they have Zarya with the beam and Symmetra with the beam, but I still think it's Yeah. Still, she's still good. I'm sorry <laughs> for stealing your Symmetra play. I swear that was me. I don't <laughs> even remember what I actually did now then. I'm sorry. I failed this challenge. I do this remember that... Uh, I felt like Symmetra on defense was fun as hell, and then Symmetra on attack did not go as well. Was oh, not yeah. as much fun. Yeah, I think I sure. was attacking on Hanamura, and like I did some fun placements and I tried some cool things, but like I could not get the team to follow me. I could not get the team mm -hmm. to use it. So like, you know, uh, if, if, yeah, you're, if yeah, you if yeah. you have a Symmetra on your team who's going to be Symmetra and you're willing to work around that, it can be really devastating. But if there's just a Symmetra just trying to do their own thing without any game plan ahead of time, it's probably going to fall apart on attack at least. So, so the challenge was heckin' fun, and I really like it new was. Symmetra. It was a really good challenge. Thank you, JBZ. Really appreciate the suggestion. Yeah. So let's get yeah. out of here and start talking about another video game. Yeah. Here we go here we go all right we're here that's we're here. Our, our new jingle here we go here uh, we go here we this, go this week we're reviewing stardew valley stardew. 
It's on every single platform, including the SNES, I believe. Every single platform. Um, it came out on PC for February 26th, for February 26th, mm-hmm. 2016. Uh, it also came, bu- came out on a few other consoles later that year, and then more recently, it came out on Switch and Vita. Vita. Uh, t- yeah, let's talk about this game that has controller support does it yeah i've yeah, never played play it. it with controllers so you can play it with a with a console controller on steam um and obviously if you have it on the switch or something like that and um oh, yeah. i really don't think that one is better than the other i prefer playing it with a keyboard and mouse but you know, whichever whichever is more comfortable for you is totally fine because this game is chill as fuck also uh there is totally multiplayer and that's a big part of the reason that i originally bought it um, for PC game, right now, though. I, yes. Multiplayer is only on the PC right now. It originally came out on the PC, uh, as Ray said, early 2016. And it is... So Stardew Valley is a farming simulator uh, slash life sim role-playing game. It's completely inspired by the early Harvest Moon games. Like, from the ground up, one guy... Uh, who goes by Concerned Ape. His name is Eric Barone. He designed the game entirely on his own, and he made it all by himself over the course of five years ago. Oh, my God, over the course of five years or so. <laughs> and uh, he he basically created it with in mind with the idea to fix all of the problems with the Harvest Moon games because newer ones hadn't really done it for him. In an interview, he said... Uh, the series had gotten progressively worse after Harvest Moon Back to Nature, which I think is fun because um, that was my favorite Harvest Moon. That was my last favorite Har- Harvest Moon game. It was, a, a re- uh, it was released on the PlayStation. Um, and, wow. Yeah. and But even that one had some problems because, like, for instance, you could only play as a guy and you could only mar- There were five marriage candidates and they were all women. And it was, you know, it was heteronormative. It was a Japanese game, and and it was, you know, decades old. Um, and that was one of the things that he wanted to fix. But ultimately, if you ever played a Harvest, like an older Harvest Moon game, or really any of them, and you liked it, then you'll also love Stardew Valley. And Stardew Valley is cheap, and uh, it's really excellent, and it's enormous. I've put 330 hours into the game, and I am not done. And I have also put probably 20 hours into the Switch release because I bought it for Switch because there was a rumor that multiplayer would be coming to Switch before PC, which is not true. But I bought it, <laughs> and I have played it on the Switch. <laughs> which one do you prefer? Uh, I prefer it on Steam. I, I bought it on Switch because it was another opportunity to support the game, um, and I thought it was worth it. And I you like can play having it on the it go. There. Yeah, I like having it available to me uh, on the go and stuff like that, but it's i prefer playing when i'm like really hardcore into my farming i like doing it on the pc all right cool it's oh it's 15 dollars by the way it's it's 15 american dollars us good deal good deal for this game <laughs> that is a good deal um just 15 I... do you swear i, I swear it on on steam right now i just checked it what what did you think about this game, Terrence? Because uh, I know you haven't played it a lot. You just got it recently. Um, 
First off, I'm a big fan of Harvest Moon. I started my Harvest Moon debut with Harvest Moon A Wonderful Life on the GameCube. It was very exciting. And then I tried playing the uh, a, a version on the PS2. I don't quite remember which one it was. But one thing I did remember is that it wasn't as good to me as A Wonderful Life. And um, the things I loved about Harvest Moon is that it was just... It was just simple bliss, besides the fact that, you know, your cow could die, and you'd hold a funeral for it, yeah. and it would always be raining what? when your cow died. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it could get sick. It could get your, sick. Your, your first cow is most certainly going would to die. definitely die, because it would get, you would forget to feed it one day, and then it would get sick, and you wouldn't have any animal medicine on hand, and then you would go to the shop, and it would be closed, and then you'd go to the shop the next day, and you wouldn't have any money, and then you go oh to the shop God. the next day, but it's All I'm saying is, I don't remember was, uh, feeding my kids once on that game that's oh, so oh, yeah. real though. so i'm like i don't get what what the problem is sir but um, <laughs> but um it was a great game this game did fill the gap fill the void of harvest moon that i needed in my life and in an unexpected way because uh the one for the gamecube is obviously like 3d and a little uh a little different because this one is very pixely. Very much so like Terraria, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Something to talk about. And I think that's kind of weird because a lot of people, I don't think, would like think it's that big of a deal. But when you see it, I mean, I thought it was a big deal when I first saw it. I remember seeing Joe play it for hours and being like, um, okay, cool. But I got the same vibe from... Um, What's that one game? The, the, into the <laughs> into Breach. Into the Depths. Into the Breach. Okay, there we go. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I really enjoyed this game. I love the fact that you get to marry whoever you want, no matter who you are. That That's a really cool factor. And the multiplayer yeah. definitely seemed right over my head, you know, because, which I don't understand why, because I guess Animal Crossing kind of did the multiplayer same thing, but it wasn't like you could play at the same time. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. But I really did like this game. This game is really cool. The music is great. The people are, you know, adorable. It definitely looks like it definitely looks like only one person worked on it, but there's so many moving parts. Yeah. So mm-hmm. many. So you definitely yeah. get all the satisfaction you get from Harvest Moon with a couple of different things because I know we bring up Harvest Moon a lot, but there are some serious differences. I yeah. I yes. only play two Harvest Moon games, but as far as I'm concerned, Harvest Moon, you can't fight monsters. Yep. So sword fighting and parrying is not a thing that are present. It, it's not a thing in Harvest Moon that happens to be present in Stardew Valley. And um, it, 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 it hasn't added the biggest difference that I've seen yet, but I've only been in it for a couple of hours, and I feel like it would only get better because i'm the more deeper i go into mining the more different monsters i see and and it adds this mechanic that's just like oh i didn't know i needed it 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 makes the game very very interesting and i can't wait to see what the story has to say about it because it seems to be a little more story oriented than harvest moon that Mm -hmm. i remember so i mean that I, i think it's definitely if you like harvest moon you will love this game, like, for sure. I, I, I feel like I can say that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Ray, what do you... What do you uh, hi. think? Hi. Um, I've never played Harvest Moon games, <laughs> and I give this the Ray seal of approval. This is a very good game, and hey, I've Ray, never you played... you might like Harvest Moon. 
I know, probably. Oh, but man. I never played Harvest Moon, and like the only life sim I've only ever played was Animal Crossing, and this was very different from Animal Crossing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But it still held that like small life charm. That th- that was what drew me first to this game. Um, and back when I first bought it in 2016, um, I, I, I'm interested in men. I like men. And when this game came out and I was just playing through, Joe and I were playing it like basically simultaneously together. That's what simultaneously means. And, uh, we reached the point where we realized we could woo the same or opposite sex. It didn't matter. And I was overjoyed because there were very few games back then that had any kind of representation of that sort where it was like, yeah, you, you can do that. There's no, like, there are no drawbacks. You can have babies. You can adopt. I'm like, what? I, I was freaking out. And so the feel of this game and what it meant to me when it first came out still carries to this day. It's still a very special game that... I mean, the game opens with a scene with your spoilers, your grandfather at his deathbed, I guess, yeah. and he's like, "If you're when you when you get that inkling of hating life and city life and bad stuff, open this letter." And he gives you this farm, and you leave your bad corporate job, and you just live the life that you want, which is here to be a farmer, and it's so much more than that, because there's people, there's the villagers you can talk to. And farming, farming, like, is such a calming thing in this game to me. It, uh, yes. the, the biggest thing about this game is how it made me feel when it first came out. Yes. And it still carries that same feeling, like, th- two years later, which is not a lot. Like, not a lot of games can do that. Yeah. So I'm giving it an A-plus in that regard. Yeah, this game, uh, this game came to me in my personal life story at a dark time in my life i was like i had recently been in a car accident which wasn't like i was fine but i had totaled my car i was out of work i didn't have anything going on i was living in an apartment that didn't have any windows in my bedroom and this game is relentlessly positive um Mm -hmm. and i mean i did not have a healthy relationship with it at first but like it as much as it is like addictive and and it gets its hooks in you and it makes you want to like upgrade and see what comes next and all that stuff it also constantly tells you to care about yourself and other people like it in yeah in no uncertain terms it's it's a very happy sweet positive game and like all of the villagers are like some of them start off a little rough around the edges but as you get to know them as you have a positive influence on them and you become friends with them every single one of them is incredible well maybe maybe not clint but you know (laughs) whatever (laughs) um and like i I don't know Uh, my sister actually brought something up uh to me and so there's this well-documented phenomenon that that money buys happiness um, but it's only up to a certain point, and that certain point is a lot lower than a lot of people think. Um, money buys happiness up to the point of stability. Um, so once you know you can keep the lights on, you can pay your rent, and 
you're not gonna like get surprised by some scary bill and you're gonna have to worry as long as you don't have to worry about your finances you are as happy as money will get you and then what's next like how do you get more happiness after that and i think this game i don't know if it's intentional or not but this game has a really subtle way of handling that because in the Mm. beginning of this game you have nothing you have I think 500 gold to your name or whatever, which is enough to buy maybe 15 seeds. And you can plant them. Your farm is an absolute mess. You are bad at everything. <laughs> and you know, like, there's not really a good way of making money very quickly. There's not really a good way of like making friends very quickly. Um, and there's not... like It takes work. It takes work to be able to start to make things more automatic and make more and more money and upgrade faster but once you hit that point like once you hit that like oh things are happening now like i'm bringing in money every day i don't really have to put as much work into it as i did before now what do i do i guess i'll start making friends with the villagers and that's when like you know there's still happiness to be had and, and now it's in other people. Like, now it's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go figure out what they're... And you're, like, just naturally drawn. You want to see what their storylines are like. And I think that's incredible. And it was... Mm-hmm. I, I, okay, I'm gonna stop talking, but this game is really important to me in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. I, I did want to talk about how uh, this game feels single-player versus multiplayer, because it's a huge difference, I feel yeah. like. Um, and Terrence, you have the most like recent feel of single versus multiplayer, so I wanted mm-hmm. to get your thoughts on that. Well, I mean, honestly, when it came to um, so when it came to multiplayer, and I think it might have been just because of who I was with and you guys, um, you guys, you know, you wanted to make the most out of your time in it. Um, when single player, uh, me just being thrown into this world and just doing what I do, basically just. Oh, okay, these, you know, just my brain and exploring that world had a much different uh, approach than entering the world with two people who had an idea of what, where we needed to go immediately. Mm-hmm. And, and and obviously I learned a lot more things in multiplayer with you guys than I did in the, in the mm-hmm. like, week that I played of single player, you know. And um, one of the major things I noticed is that Besides the simple things like in single player, I went to bed way earlier than you guys do in multiplayer, and I didn't, I wasn't getting the most out of my time, and but I know that with single player, I explored more, I was more interested in in uh, finding things that I didn't find before, and I was also more interested in just getting as much of the world as I could before I started grinding, I guess for lack of a better term. Yeah. But I yeah. guess I guess I was like quote unquote wasting a lot of time. Well, no, I, I, I don't think that's fair because with you. I think that we kind of did you a disservice because I know the yeah. first time I played this game, I didn't like I didn't look at the wiki at all or anything, and my first year went by without me making a whole lot of progress on my farm or my finances or anything, like friendships, not like in game year, uh, like it it just kind of you know I was finding my feet. I was like learning things about the game slowly and that mm-hmm. is a lot of fun that's a big part of the fun and trust me terrence there's still a lot of stuff that you don't know oh, i was yeah. probably i was definitely going to bed early as well because it's just like a holdover habit from harvest moon um but like you start to learn more and more about the mechanics of the game and 
you start, you know, on your second playthrough, you start reading through the wiki and, like, you know, learning more and more and also building up that. I have, like, an encyclopedic knowledge of the game now. Right. And that's fun as well, but I've also put hundreds of hours into it. So I, I, I think that playing single player, like, your first time, it's interesting because playing a single player, single player your first time is, like, very much, like, it's all self-driven. Like, I want to learn what these systems are and I want to learn what to do and where to go. But for me, nowadays, single player is, like, I want to maximize the shit out of this farm and, like, I want to do everything perfect because in single player when time is when you go into a menu or anything like that time freezes and that doesn't happen in multiplayer all the days go by at the same rate so you kind of just have Mm -hmm. to make a game plan with your friends at the beginning of the day and then everyone just fucks around for 12 minutes or whatever and then you go and you hope you made some progress and it's it's fun because multiplayer much like every other life sim game or like minecraft or whatever is like uh, it's all about like stories that happen in game that just happen because there are marbles bouncing around in the same jar if you will Mm -hmm. i feel like that's a very odd comparison that in minecraft (laughs) (laughs) well i know but i feel like i have the same i i feel like i have the same feeling when i'm playing minecraft where i'm like i i'm playing a video game but uh, I'm also talking to my friends and doing funny shit too. Like if I if I see you walking around with an egg over your head and I make a joke about you walking around with an egg over your head, and I don't do that in single player. Like that's yeah, not, that's yeah, not oh happen. for sure. <laughs> I uh, I recently started playing another single player uh, game for Stardew Valley and. I'm treating it like my first playthrough again, where I'm just going at my own pace, but also, like, because I have a more encyclopedic knowledge of the game, I'm better at the stuff I want to get to and what I want to do, but I'm still going at my own pace, you know? So that charm's still there, and Terrence, if you plan on continuing this game, please continue at your own pace. I was, like barely surviving after my first year during my first playthrough but like that's the point you learn about the game by playing it and you don't need to look at the wiki like you only need to do that once you like oh i understand these things and it's not Wait, what was it's not like the game is hard it's not like the right. game is punishing it's just like you learn things and you're like man I, now i want to do this better but like you never feel like you well you you shouldn't I would I would advise against you feeling like you've wasted time or yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know you you need you need to do everything the best right now because it it doesn't fucking matter like there's what? there's barely any type of win state or anything like that the farm goes on indefinitely there's no game over there's no winning there's no losing it's just I mean whatever you make of it aside from just like the the quests and stuff that show up that you know that do like help you go along in the game it's very Mm self-driven and that is i think that is a big part of what's so great about the game is that once you have your bearings you get to decide what you want to do do you want to be a miner okay go for it do you just want to be friends with everyone all right go do it like it go do it have fun live live your life live your farm life (laughs) Sorry. More of the story, audience. Is... Live your farm life. That's right. So, I think it's time for the question. Hmm? Yeah. Is mm. this game worth 
Wow, how do I? I just need to soak it in because I haven't asked this question in <laughs> half a year. <laughs> Is this game worth your Overwatch time? Oh boy, guys, you know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the game is not uh, flawless. It has problems with it. The, the graphics are a little bit unappealing at first, but they have a charm that you, you grow to love. And there are problems with the villagers. Like, if you get all the way up to 10 hearts, it kind of feels like they start to become a little bit empty after you've gotten through their storylines. But, like, they're there's problems with everything this game is fantastic and i love it to death and everyone should play it uh i'm gonna do the usual ray thing where i'm like on the fence and i flake towards one side then i flake towards the other and then i'm like uh no uh yes this game is worth your overwatch time it's absolutely (laughs) amazing um go play it it's not competitive at all aside from yourself if that's what you're trying to get out of this game but okay go go do that i guess (laughs) Go be competitive against yourself in Stardew Valley. And I will say, contrary to common belief, if you've been listening to our podcast, that I think it is worth your Overwatch time. And the reason why I feel like it's worth your Overwatch time, not only for the therapeutic purposes and uh, things that it can provide for you and have for, for my friend, but because you don't need much to enjoy it. I don't think it's particularly for gamers or for non-gamers. It reminds me of Animal Crossing in the sense where if you play it, you'll enjoy it. I mean, it might take some talking to get certain people into it, but I but I truly believe that if you play it, you'll enjoy it. Getting to that next day, seeing your your plants finally bloom, uh, getting that in that cash dollar money money for your crops. I think uh, all those are satisfying um, quick rewards that you can get for playing this game that'll just keep you coming. And and. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, so yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think yes. it's unanimous. We agree. So yeah, Stardew Valley. Go go play it. It's worth your Overwatch time. Uh, so right. next week, uh, we're gonna be or no, next time, we're gonna be playing <laughs> a game called Princess Remedy in a World of Hurt. Uh, it's available for Steam for free. And I haven't played it. Let's go try it. Um, All right. Terrence, what is next episode's challenge? Uh, so next episode's challenge was was um, suggested by Overwitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. The challenge is for us three boys, which that is the pronoun we go by, we uh, are going to each choose a character that we really want to get good with and are bad with. Let me let me put that out there. Not comfortable, I guess, is the better term. And we're going to use that character as much as possible. And when we do that, we are going to try to achieve three unique cards with those corresponding characters. Mm-hmm. And if you play Overwatch, you know what these cards are. You know what they look like. But we're hoping to not only gain some experience in the battlefield with these characters, but to also learn a little bit more about how they work. Yeah, yeah. so it's the accolades after the battle. And for example, like... Um... Like, I'm going to be playing Zarya, so I can get a, a card for, like, kill streak, for instance. That's a common one. But uh, I can only get one kill streak card for this challenge. Um, and then I also have to get one, like, for maybe for, like, Graviton 75% or something like bubble yeah, charge. Yeah, bubble charge time or something like that. Like, um, so just three different cards with 
with each of these characters. Um, and I'm playing Zarya, which is my least comfortable tank. Uh, Ray is going to be on Ana, right, Ray? Mm -hmm. Yep, that's my least comfortable support. And Terrence is doing, uh, you're doing Big Dick McCree, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. Very uncomfortable all the time. <laughs> So We're just man, so the name yeah. of this challenge is uncomfortable times. Uncomfortable times, yes. <laughs> uncomfortable times. Hello, welcome. It's a podcast within a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Another I'm, one. We're already bringing them back. I'm really <laughs> uncomfortable today, guys. Let me list out the ways I'm uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> So, oh, okay, we're done with that his, podcast. His side, his side, very uncomfortable. That was, that was the end of that, epi that, that podcast. <laughs> it's over. Thank you all for sticking with us through this trying time. Our next episode is going to be released on October 19th, 2018. That's two weeks from today, if you're listening to it when it comes out. Oh, God. I just... What did you say? I fell apart. <laughs> when it comes out. When it comes out. Um... <laughs> Tell us a game that you want us to play or a challenge that we could do for Overwatch. Um, you can reach us at OverwitchCast, and you can also send an email to us at OverwitchPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, either one of those methods, we will look at it, and we will read it, and then we will consider it and probably do it because we would love to hear from you. Um, also, really quickly, you may have noticed that we have new art for the show and it's really great and i'm really excited about it this was gifted to us almost well it was in the works almost a year ago and then we got it like done and ready just before we stopped making the show but um we have it up now and um it was designed by a wonderful artist and dog enthusiast named morgan dennison and please, please, please check out her Instagram. There's a lot of really cool stuff on there. It's all fantastic. Um, the, the what is it, a handle? I don't know what the Instakids use. <laughs> the, 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 the Gram name, the Gram Slam, is the, I believe is the proper The Gram term. Slam uh, to, to find her stuff. It's Denison underscore illustration, and that's D-E-N-I-S-O-N. There's a link in the show notes, too, so please go ahead and check that out. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. This has been Overwitch. A family company. <laughs> and remember, you're better than us. <laughs> <laughs>